<laughs> this week on Erotic Quickening, foot fetish, turning off your power exchange, and taking a break. Fail. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Awakening podcast, as well as workshops by Dan and Dawn, are offered free of charge to our community. Because of the expenses involved, we're grateful to those that support us through Patreon and donations. Thank you, Joy. And thank and you, Caitlin. Caitlin, yes. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. This week on the podcast, we have a fantastic interview about foot fetishes, which is something that I knew nothing about until, I don't know, until we had that interview. <laughs> it's a really good conversation, too, so I learned some things as well. Um, you know, it is kind of funny. We sat down here, and we're not, like, recording our faces this time. And I also had someone ask on the OWL meeting when our live podcasts were. So, Oh, good. Be, uh, uh, how do they find out when our live podcasts are? Well, anybody that was on the newsletter, so they just got a, um, a newsletter that had all of our stuff coming up, our Patreon stuff, our live um, podcast, our Zoom workshops, all that type of stuff for the next three months. So it covered most of it. I've got a couple more things I'll be throwing out there too. Fantastic. So that's a great way. There's also events created on FetLife. So look under our FetLife profile, Dan and Dawn. And... Where else do I have it? Oh my goodness! It's on Twitter and it's on our blog. And oh, it's, it's on, everywhere! It's everywhere now. I'm trying to get. Much we are coming to your house and knocking stuff. on your door and reminding you, hey, <laughs> don't forget the workshop two months from now. <laughs> that would be fun. Well, I did just post about our workshop that's two weeks from now, and that is um, managing multiple power exchange relationships. So sounds hard. That'll be well. You'll tell us. Won't you? <laughs> it is. It can be challenging. Uh, before we get into our. Uh, very cool interview about mm-hmm. foot fetishes. A um, mm-hmm. couple things to mention real quickly, um, including going back to the old question of the day. We haven't done a question of the day in a while. And this one came from our new kick group. That's uh, K-I-K. It's some app that the kids use nowadays. <laughs> we're still trying to figure it out, but we're there. You can find that kick group by doing a um, search for, I think the, uh, the hashtag Dan and Dawn is how you find us. But this question from that same group is, uh, Dawn, so let's say, Dawn, you get ready. Now, you're, a, um, you're in a power exchange relationship. I am. You are a lowercase letter. I am. You identify as either a bellet or a slave. I, I do. Or yes. a submissive, depending on what language people are using. Yeah. Either way, you are a follower. I'm a follower. Okay. So when Only you, to a good leader, though. Uh, you're a follower to me. <laughs> yes. That's good. <laughs> clear about that um so when you have something like the construction person coming over to look at our walls or a pta meeting or um somebody at the grocery store charges you the wrong amount how do you turn off the power exchange how do you turn off being a submissive slavey type so that you can be empowered to handle those situations or do you just say, hold, please, I have to get my master? Trick question, because it's neither one of those answers. So, um, well, not a trick question. 
trick answer choices. <laughs> Fair. Okay. <laughs> because I don't turn it off. I mean, and I do have people ask me this, uh, other slaves ask me this, you know, how do you deal with PTA? How do you deal with this and that? You know, how do you turn it off? How do you turn it back on? And I'm like, I don't turn it off. That's the whole reason. That's the whole thing that, um, what happened from where I switched to calling myself submissive versus calling myself slave. I realized that I could not turn it off anymore. And that to me is when I became slave. So the trick is, is I handle things in such a way that I know you'll be proud of. So I am a reflection on you and you have also taught me ways of how you want me to deal with people because old Dawn before power exchange, she had her own way of dealing with people and it wasn't pretty. So, (laughs) and you didn't like how I dealt with people. So you taught me what you expected Mm -hmm. and that's how I deal with life. I don't, I'm not a doormat. I'm not a, you know, oh, you know, you talk to me harshly, so now I can't respond. I'm not submissive in that way at all. I'm actually a very empowered person because of my power exchange, and I know what's expected of me, so I don't turn it off. Well, that was a great answer to my trick question answer. (laughs) Thank you. Um, so that did come from the kick group. It did. It did. And also for some reason we have here a list of terrible pickup lines. I don't know why we have, why are we telling people about bad? I remember not that long ago, maybe 50 episodes or so, we were telling people about rotten flirting tips. Mm -hmm. So now we've got terrible pickup lines. Where did this come from? This came from another book that we're working on, right? Flirting, a flirting book. And I was looking at the pickup lines And then I went out on a date with someone a couple of weeks ago, and he's like, oh, let me tell you my worst pickup line. It's bad. It's really bad, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway. And I'm like, go ahead. So so he did. And then I'm uh, um, editing that book, and I'm like, man, some of these pickup lines are just bad. So I went out there, I think on FET. Was it on FET? Um, Let me think. Let me think. I'm not sure. It's one of our social media Mm -hmm. places. But I threw that question out there, and these were the replies. (laughs) So... So somebody that writes uh, writes to us a lot mm-hmm. that used to be in this area and then moved away, he's the one that said his worst pickup line he's heard yeah. is, you know, I have this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that, that sounds like funny. one of ours, though. Exactly. <laughs> so, and then um, another one is, I make a great tofu scramble for breakfast. Yeah. In other words, they don't like tofu. <laughs> Not necessarily. I think that's what it is. Well, it makes it a bad pickup line. I see. I particularly like this next one. Baby, you're like my little toe because I'm going to bang you on every piece of furniture on the house. <laughs> that resonates with me so bad. You do I've, mash your toes quite a lot. I've, I've dislocated two of them in the last couple of days. So, Dawn, recently we had a, uh, we yesterday decided to set the laptops aside. So, all right, I'll back up a little bit. Okay. If you've been following the podcast for a little while, you know that we're for uh, about five years we were directors of the Columbus Space along with Barrick and Sheba, and we have been, even and prior to that, exceedingly busy. Well, we had the room before that for mm-hmm. three years. Right. Plus 14 to 16 events per year that we present at, plus running a number of groups ourselves. Pretty Running dark. events, running, yeah, we, the list goes on and on. Right. So due to COVID, the space got closed down, plus we can't travel to present anywhere right now so we failed to take a break 
<laughs> and failed to retire. And now we have this big list of virtual po- virtual classes that we're going to be teaching, live podcast, video podcast. Uh, we have our next book getting ready to come out. We have another book going to come out specifically to our Patreon members. So we've really failed. Oh, plus we've started some other groups. Just on, like, I know. I, I started know. a couple other groups. I refired them back up. And I've kind of started flirting again. And I've well, like. So have uh, I. Yeah. Mm. So we're like getting involved in people, you know, totally failing to take any kind of a break. So. That's what we do. Yesterday we said, let's just spend yesterday watching movies, right? We, we have this big long list of movies we've never watched and it just gets longer and longer. And we said, no laptops, no cell phones. We're just going to watch movies. Mm-hmm. And it actually worked. It actually worked. I did my things I needed to do in the morning morning, yep. right? Yep, me too. I dropped off some stuff with uh, Bat's daughter, and I dropped off some stuff at a blessing box. And I took my trike into the bike shop because I blew one of the brakes on it the other day <laughs> going up a hill. Um, and uh, then we settled down and... We got some snacks and some leftovers and just started going through our list. And that was really cool. I mean, I think I picked up the phone once and realized I was picking it up and put it right back down. And you picked up your laptop once and I think realized what you were doing and put it back down. And we just chilled and watched movies. And Really, really weird. And it was weird that it was enjoyable. And I'm sure that regular people do this shit (laughs) all the time. So we watched just for people's interest. We got caught up on a couple movies that's been on the list for a long time. We started with Dr. Sleep. Yes. Good slow burn movie. If you're a fan of The Shining, I think that you'll appreciate Dr. Sleep. Uh, We then tried to do some Bill Murray. We tried The Life Aquatic. Yeah. About halfway through that one before we were quite quite And we love Bill Murray, so we had high hopes for it. But then switched over to another uh, Wes Anderson slash Bill Murray, Moonrise Kingdom, which we did enjoy quite a lot. Did enjoy that one. That one was a little slow to begin with, but it got really good, so... And along the way, we flipped to some television, what caught up on Doom Patrol a little bit. All of this, none of this kinky, folks. All of this just letting you know we're getting a little bit caught up on relaxing. We're trying anyway, but... We're trying. We're scheduling it in. Enough of that. <laughs> we have another monthly live podcast coming up. So we do. Um, and I think it's the third Sundays of the month. So like I said, it came out, the dates came out on the newsletter. There's FET events. Um, I'll be advertising it two weeks beforehand through most of our social media and stuff like that. So, yeah. Speaking of that advertising, the new subscriber to the newsletter includes Rick from Indiana. Indeed. So, and I also got um, more tentacles. You forgot it's, to say your part. You oh, say, did I? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Got, all right, I'm Rick. Jumping around. Sorry, Rick of Indiana. We're okay. going to try this again. All right. Uh, hey, editor, did you catch this part? <laughs> oh, what? There is no such person as editor? Got it. We'll just do it again anyway. <laughs> New subscribers to the newsletter include Rick from Indiana. Head over to eroticawakening.com and find the Get Your EA shout out. Sign up for the occasional newsletter and you'll get discounts. Dan and Dawn News and keep in touch with us as we go. There you go. I messed it up. <laughs> no, it, it's poor coffee. We're not. Editor, did you get, you got to fix that? Okay, the editor's going to fix that. Okay, yeah, I'll get to so it. So you got some stairs. tentacle, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I did. Um, people love those tentacle tights that are on Etsy, and I've tried to order them, but they're never in stock when I go there. But um, Ordith and, and Sam Wall, so sent me pictures of those, and they're really Oh, those cute. tentacle tights, they yeah, are super cute. Yeah, they're the, they're the, they look like really fine fishnet tights, maybe. They might not even be fishnet. That would be cute, though, if they were tentacle ones with fishnets, um, just because 
hey, you didn't get it. I did get it. I was going to go right past it. <laughs> but then it's like, um, what's the material they use for the tentacles? It's like a, a resin maybe, or what are dildos made out of? Um, silicone. Okay. Like yes, silicone. silicone. Correct. So kind of like a silicone um, yeah. tentacle. Tentacles. So they're, they're 3D-ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, it's very cool. Cool. I, I wonder if the foot fetish people will enjoy tentacle tights. They might, but you know what? I don't have any room in my fet closet. I'm touching you because I just overspoke you. <laughs> I'm trying to be <laughs> nice and not get in trouble. I see. I see. <laughs> so, um, but I went into my fet closet yesterday, and I'm organizing stuff because I'm trying to clean out the fet closet, which is in the guest room, which is now my office. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to put a box of stuff away, and I open up my FET closet that's held together with a rubber band over two doorknobs mm-hmm. because it, the doors won't close all the way. <laughs> so I open it up, and I'm going through all that stuff, and my toy bags are in there, and all my fetish clothes, and all my costumes, and all my name badge holders, and mm-hmm. shoes, and boots, and aftercare blankets. It's all in there. And um, I got sad. I have no place to wear these things. So even if I got tentacle tights, I got no place to wear them at the moment. Everything is shut down. Well, if you are listening to this podcast in the future, I am currently speaking in November of 2020. And they tell us that by June of 2021, things are going to be back to normal. I don't know. They've said that over and over again. And our county is a purple-colored county now. Which yeah, is, which apparently is the worst of them all. Which is the worst of them all. So we, we're not even, like, leaving the condo except to go do Thanksgiving. We've been quarantined for a while so that we can go do Thanksgiving dinner with friends. But, um, yeah, all these clothes, man. I might start wearing my sheer tops and shit out when I go jogging. We <laughs> just have a place Oh, podcast listener, you should That's picture. Wrong. I won't. No, picture cold. Dawn on her recumbent bike wearing tentacle tights. I think that actually works. Oh, that might be fun. So we're going to get into our uh, interview on foot fetishes with Oh Those Toes podcast host. And it is quite awesome. Hang out and listen. So Dawn, in our kink life, we have done some 500 shows, and many of those shows about things that we know things about. Mm-hmm. But the very, very first event I ever went to, big event, was Ohio Leather Fest. I'm remembering the scene that you're getting ready to describe. And the <laughs> very first scene I ever saw at one of these events was a fellow um, wanking. I've been watching a lot of British TV lately. <laughs> there, He was wanking. <laughs> over a pair of feet. Oh, I saw a different scene that night, but go ahead. And I said, why, you know, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm you know, fresh into things, and I'm looking, but there's boobies over there, <laughs> and there's there's this and that, but this guy was just into feet. And I've, since then, come to understand that a foot fetish is a thing, mm-hmm. but I've, I've never wrapped my head around it. It's kind of like um, pony play. I never really understood pony play until I actually rode a pony. Right. But I still don't quite get it. Understood. And you know what? I bet it was the same couple that I saw because what I saw was her stroking him off with stockinged feet. Oh. <laughs> so I think that was the whole feet thing, right? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a feet thing or not. Fortunately for us on the podcast tonight, we have any and top toes. From the Oh Those Toes podcast, which is all about 
feet fetishes and such, I think. Uh, welcome to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Hi. Thanks for having us. <laughs> yeah, oh. thanks. Well, no, thank you, because this is a, definitely an area where I just don't know anything about foot fetishes. Well, what is a foot fetish? Let me start right there. Well, let's say foot fetish is the singular, most common uh, fetish in the traditional sense in human sexuality. The single most common sexual attraction to a not traditionally sexual body part. Okay. So there's there's your your definition. Um, I go back to your story. You said there's boobies over here. There's this <laughs> over here, and I look at that scene or I look across that room, and I'm drawn to the feet as an object of sexual desire. Not necessarily every pair of feet in the world, but feet I am attracted to. It. <laughs> some guys like ass. Some guys like breasts. Some guys like, I don't know how explicit your podcast is. Very. Um, <laughs> very. Yeah, well, well, we don't yeah. want no fucking cussing. <laughs> Some like vagina, and we like feet. It doesn't mean to the exclusion of all else, but at least to that much. So, and I'm going to add to that, um, that the foot fetish varies so much. There are so many different subcategories of it. So top toes is fetish is, you know, the feet uh, turn him on. They create, you know, feelings in his pants area. Um, for me, the my foot fetish is I enjoy and get sexual pleasure from having my feet played with. So, and... Certain feet can turn me on. Um, I do find feet very attractive. Um, but but for me, the sexual gratification is in having my feet worshipped, so to speak. Yeah. So I, I and, and there are, it's a very sensitive area for me. So it has direct contact with other areas in my body. So, so I, ha uh, I have a, I have a question. <laughs> So I was actually going to ask you um, how rare it was, but you just said that it was um, not rare at all, but I rarely see it. And we had someone that was local that was so into feet. Oh, he just wanted to worship feet and he does. And he ended up, um, he ends up getting flown places just because he worships feet and I find it kind of neat. I don't have a question around that. I'm just looking at, 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 at I thought I had a question, but I'm like, no, it's, it's, it's not a question. But, but that is actually a good question, Don, because here in the Columbus, Ohio area, we have uh, a couple different rope groups. Mm -hmm. We have a monthly spanking party. We have uh, flogging <laughs> aficionados, right? We do not have any feet groups. Is but you're telling me it's well, the most popular. So in your areas, do you have feet groups? We do not. So um, I was, well, before COVID, um, quite active in my local kink community. Um, and at our local dungeon, once in the last five years, they promised to do it again, but it hasn't happened. They did one night of uh, feet. Um, 
And to some degree, for the sake of that crowd, it was a lot of, uh, you know, how to integrate feet into, it actually would have been a great night for you two to show up, how to integrate feet into uh, play that involves other kinks as well. Um, but no, there are no feet groups around here. There is, there are a couple traveling or regionalized feet parties. Um, so I guess maybe that's sort of the answer. Um, well, here and, in, in, in San Antonio, there is not. Um, but Austin is 30, 45 minutes away. And, um, and I know that they have many, events um and there's a a pretty large community there and in houston as well i've never been um but i i do know that there's you know it's fairly close if i if i wanted nice i wonder if um i'm sitting here thinking i have not been to a femdom event because i'm not a femdom (laughs) but (laughs) i'm betting just because of the people i know that go there and what they like, I bet you there's a lot of feet play at the Femdom events. So is that a misconception? I guarantee there's some. Yeah, probably a lot. Probably uh, a lot, yeah. So that's not necessarily a misconception on my part that, and, and this is based on a very small sample size that I hope you guys can help me out with. Is it more common for sure. feet receivers to be uh, female-bodied people and givers to be male-bodied people? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yep. Male foot fetishism definitely tends to be female dominant um, power exchange. Um, there, you know, there is gay foot worship. There is um, some. Actually, one of the guests on our last podcast, second to last podcast, uh, was a female giver of foot worship to men, but that is definitely rarer in the scene. Okay. Um, and then there is lots of foot play potential in either no power exchange or even male dominant. I've explored both sides, uh, sort of the switch myself. Um, but yeah, the vast majority, the, the nature of a lot of the fetish, the nature of the fact that it's feet and it's something that's on the ground and potentially dirty puts it to a female dominant lead in most male, female, the fetish class. There's a lot of crossover. Um, So men who tend to have foot fetishes um, enjoy some type of humiliation. Um, And it's not all of them, obviously. Uh, I don't think Capsos is too into that. But um, for me, the majority of my followers and my fans enjoy, you know, my, my, dominant attitude um they like a little bit of bitchy with their foot worship so um it's definitely a more submissive um yeah definitely and have you ever and this is well this is the way our podcast goes it's this weird have you ever had anybody (laughs) equate it to a religious angle and the reason i ask that is and i'm not a religious person per se but my understanding is that one of the things that mary did for jesus was to anoint and wash his feet. And that's significant for some reason. But has that ever happened for you guys, that somebody said, oh, I want to get into this religious play, let me do your feet? I know a guy in the greater Massachusetts area who is um, 
a devout kinky Catholic who uh, often expresses uh, the foot fetish and the religious play together. Um, he's the only one I've seen do it, but uh, I've actually witnessed it. Um, and then he takes it to interesting places where <laughs> he's also dressed as a priest sometimes. We have someone here in Columbus <laughs> that does that. <laughs> so now I, I don't. I've never had that. I've had only, you know, any woman that has a foot page just automatically gets addressed as a goddess. I myself don't respond well to that title, but I get that a lot. And and it, they just want to bow down and be at the feet and you know worship the feet and then mm-hmm. yeah. So. I even as a slave, I get approached a bit for um, by men that are into feet and wanting to know if I want a massage or if I want my feet worshipped or things like that. And that doesn't really work for me. But um, I'm sitting here thinking I've always wanted to know what special speciality I could have as a bottom. I'm betting I could offer foot massages to dominance. And that, that would go very well and be very specialized. <laughs> and and it's it's, it's kind of neat because it's rare, right? And it's kind of neat because I don't know that I find feet sexually attractive. You know, I don't know that they turn me on, but power exchange turns me on. And that and would as a, feed as into that. And as an act of submission to uh-huh. pay some, some lavishing to a, a man or dominant woman's feet. Uh huh. At least massage. I don't know that it would go to toe sucking, because I am curious about that too. But I don't know that it would go that far. <laughs> so is that is is the um, is toe sucking its own subgenre in the foot fetish culture, or is it expected to be part of it? Um, I don't think there's any expectation. Um, definitely. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm well, not sure that well, I have had fun with a pair of feet in any sort of sexual play that didn't end up with them in my mouth. Okay. Okay. But that's, right. That's yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I I don't know that you can like feet and not suck the toes. I I don't know that that's. I mean, well, and then you have different people. Some people are obsessive over the soles. They could give a shit what the toes look like. They want the soles to be a certain way, a certain height, oh. a certain, you know, length or size. Um, I'm my, my feet are popular because they're very wide and they're uh, very cushiony. So I have fat feet, essentially. Uh, so um, I do get a lot of attention because of the wrinkles, because of the soles, because of the width. Um, I happen to have very cute toes too, but a lot of my fans don't give a shit about my toes. They want the, you know, they like the, the sole view, the rear view. So, huh. and I think that's why uh, Top Toes and I are uh, such good friends now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so as the as the receiver, I'm assuming that means you take really good. Oh, two questions. I'm assuming that takes you take really good care of your feet, and. Then, well, I do. Okay, because I was. But gonna... there are many, 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 many foot fetishes that prefer, ca- you know, calluses, uh, dry, d- 
dirty, um, you know, muddy. I mean, I, I get asked for all sorts of stuff. And so um, I sort of cater a little bit to everyone. Um, just, you know, if I happen to be walking around the backyard and my feet get dirty, I'll snap a pic. And, you know, and then all of the dirty foot lovers will like that. Um, and then there's some men that can't stand you know, dirty feet. My husband does not touch my feet if they're dirty. <laughs> you know, uh, my my husband is, um, you know, alpha male. He's not very submissive, um, but he still worships my feet. He still loves them. He still, uh, is, he just won't do it when it's dirty. And I'm sure if I tried really hard to get him to do it, he still wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, funny um, you said he still worships your feet. I put this to a submissive just the other day. And I said, it would not be worship. I would lavish your feet because it's my choice and my act within a dominant role towards her. And took the word worship out of it because it was myself as a dominant choosing to, as you said, your husband, as an alpha male, choosing to. It's not a submissive act to want to, to flick stuff whatever because it's their want and choice right it's quite the opposite he'll you know i'll be running around doing something and he'll you know uh gently and lovingly knock me on my ass and raise my feet <laughs> up in the air and take a and take a good whiff you know and rub them and you know put them on his chest and whatnot and it's very arousing for for both of us really um so you know i don't I get a lot of requests for, for just being mean, you know, like they want to be abused by the mm-hmm. feet. They want to be stomped. They want to be squished. They, you know, uh, then you get into ball kicking and tickling is another form of, you know, oh, sort of taking, yeah. taking over control. Um, so there is tickling it. along with bondage. That's something mm-hmm. a lot more of your audience is going to be probably familiar with. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's definitely a place where it's, male dominant foot fetishism with you know tied ankles or any number of other bondage um with or without tickling you know i'm i'm not a huge tickler i've done some of it but i would definitely uh having some rope experience tie and then lick tie and then suck or kiss or whatever whatever i chose at that point or ostinato if you're familiar with that term That one we know. <laughs> that one, okay. God, I got like four questions in my head now. So let's let's see if I can remember them all. So, uh, or statements. They might not turn into questions. So I wonder if one of the reasons that I don't like my feet played with too much is because I don't like tickling. So I was going to ask you, you know, how much is that is is involved with with tickling? So because that is not, I, I will. I will probably kick somebody, not meaning to, <laughs> if they tickle me. So, yes, no, I hate tickling. Yeah, I enjoy the feet very much, but I despise tickling. I hate tickling. I have maybe one or two tickling clips, you know, and and I and my husband did the tickling, and he turns out absolutely loves it. <laughs> he loves it, but I cannot stand it. I hate it. So if the foot fetish involves more tickling, or if he, I, I just wouldn't do it. I don't like it at all. Does he like giving so, or receiving? 
giving. Giving, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's a form of control. He's holding right. me down, tickling my feet, of course, you know. But yeah, no, I I don't like it at all. I don't. It's not, it's my least favorite thing, I think, to do. Mm-hmm. I think I'd, I would rather, I think, suck on a dirty foot than get my feet tickled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a hard limit for me. So it it really is. I wish I brought it up in uh, uh, my negotiations more because I forget about that one. Um, And then uh, the other question was the bastinado. So one of the first house parties we ever went to, I saw someone having their feet caned and it was a punishment caning. And that was rough to watch. So, you know, again, I, I always said, you know, that that's a hard limit for me. No one gets to cane my feet. But then Dan and I were doing a sensual spanking demo, and someone's like, oh, we'll spank her feet. And Dan, being the dominant that he is, <laughs> spanked my feet. <laughs> and I'm like, and how, whoa. <laughs> I well, how actually, did that feel? How I was actually, that? <laughs> I actually liked it. So Dan's done some um, yeah. uh, cane See, that I tapping. Can do. Yeah, he's done some cane tapping yeah. with me since then. Not full-on strikes. But uh, my yeah. my kink bag includes a couple of uh, small canes and a two and a half inch wide paddle that's good to get right in the arch. Mm. But personal, my personal likes, um, it's more sensation play. A couple of cracks and a lot of threatening too, and a lot of dragging across the arch, uh, just smacking the heck out of the soles. God, painful. One of the reasons why foot fetishism, especially for the women, or receiving foot play for women, there are, it is the second closest grouping of nerve endings in the human body, the female human body. We know where the first is. So, <laughs> not a place you want to go full bore with masochism because. The ass can take it. The soles and arches cannot. You won't oh, be walking yeah. for weeks. Yeah, because right. you've got that nerve that's there too. So, but okay. as a sensation player, as you called it, light tapping, mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Well, how? I mean, if you've ever gotten a pedicure, um, which <laughs> I get often, yeah. um, sometimes they'll slap the sole. Mm-hmm. And they'll, you know, they'll, they'll kind of punch the calf a little bit, you know, they'll just kind of bang it as a form of massaging. I always used to think their hands just got tired. And so they just started kind of smacking <laughs> it around, but I don't like it because it's arousing to me. So I don't like, you know, just oh. that little Asian lady smacking my, right. <laughs> the bottom of my soul. It took yeah. me forever. <laughs> it took me forever to get my first pedicure. And even now when I go to take them, I grip that massage chair so hard because, and they look at me and I'm like, when they're scrubbing. Tr- yes, yes. Ticklish trying not to kick you. <laughs> oh God. Yes. Yeah. I'm very ticklish too. So I, I, I can definitely relate. And it just brought up something that's kind of interesting about the, uh, the the foot fetish, though. There is so much potential for accidental arousal on on her part, or you know, accidental foot porn, as it were. <laughs> right. You, know, you don't in the regular world, in the vanilla world, you don't often touch someone's breast, see someone's breast, touch someone's vagina, see someone's vagina, penis, whatever. Plenty of opportunity to have your feet touched. Have your, feet without it intentionally being 
sexual and can accidentally be sexualized mm-hmm. or accidentally be arousing as the case may be. Right. I, yeah. I am, uh, I, yeah. I'm reminded of this, the scene from Pulp Fiction. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you guys know that scene, so I won't go into that. I'll let, I'll let you guys. We, just... we discussed it at length a couple weeks back. Excellent. Yeah. I have uh, one question for each of you left. Who wants to go first? I feel like I've taken this over, so ask any. Yeah. <laughs> so any, I want to start um, becoming a foot worshiper. What is the one thing that I have to know? This is the one, the main thing that you have to know. If you're going to worship feet, you have to do this one thing. Oh, gosh. There are so many. I can't, <laughs> I can't give you just the one. I could get right the entire book on this. Uh, okay, so... You have to give attention to the entire foot. So, you know, just very, very, and I'm going to say personally, and I think that I speak for most people, most women, um, each toe gets its own attention. Each, uh, you know, part of the foot, the arch, the ball of the foot, the heel, all of it needs to be sucked and licked and massaged. You may use tools, but preferably you would use your mouth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, top toes. What when you look at a pair of feet? What is an attribute that says, "Now that's a hot foot"? Oh God, there are just <laughs> too many. <laughs> As she said, you have to pay attention to the entire foot. The same is true on a visual sense, but I think if I'm going to say one general attribute that covers a beautiful foot all the way around, like many things in the female form, it's got to have curves. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So a plump toe, big ball of the foot, a nice arch, a round heel. When you're looking down from the top, some some difference in width, just curves. Very cool. Right. It is a, a pleasure right. to talk to both of you. It is a pleasure to have people that are actually passionate about what they're talking about. Where can our listeners find the Oh Those Toes podcast? Uh, we are we broadcast on Anchor.fm. Uh, we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, and a couple others I can't remember the name of. <laughs> <laughs> So I could head over to anchor.fmothosetoes.com and find your podcast. Uh, anchor.fm slash ohthosetoes. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. I mean, really, really, you can just Google oh, those toes and it's the first one to come up. Nice. Fantastic. Has been a pleasure to talk to both of you, and I've certainly learned a lot about foot fetishism. Um, me too, me too. I, I, I might have a plan. You should have seen Dawn's look face uh, earlier when you and were talking I'm, about some and of this I'm, stuff. Like I said, I'm not a, a sexually fetish for feet. I guess that's how you put it. Um, until now. Until now. But I like the power exchange part. I, another I put, convert. We're very but, happy. <laughs> you could be. I was just about to. I was just about to say that, but you very well could be in your very near future. Yeah. Fantastic. It grows on you. <laughs> now, if I could just do it from a six-foot distance. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the problem for, with kink all the way around. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, guys. Thank you so Thanks much for, for having, having us. us.